millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This morning, vaccine benefits, the new push to speed up the rollout, travel perks and no border bans for Australians after they've had the jab. Claims of callous comments, the Virgin Australia boss weighs into the border debate. Police under attack, a man charged over a dramatic siege in Sydney. And Kia recall, fears engines could catch fire even when switched off. This is 7 News. With Jody Spears. Good morning. Fully immunised Australians could be given more freedom to travel overseas under a bold new plan to speed up the vaccination rollout. National Cabinet is considering a proposal to grant lockdown and border exemptions to anyone who's had both doses in a bid to boost vaccine uptake. Where there are uh, outbreaks or uh, issues relating to uh, state borders, uh, that uh, there is the potential. Uh, for those that have been fully vaccinated uh, to be exempt from some of those restrictions. It comes as the Prime Minister faces further pressure to iron out a timeline for reopening Australia's border. Virgin Australia boss Jane Herdlicker has weighed into the debate, saying borders need to open before mid-next year, even if it risks people's safety. A man accused of shooting at police in Sydney's southwest during a terrifying siege has been charged. Officers responded to reports of domestic violence at Canley Vale when the 36-year-old allegedly became violent and aggressive. A woman and two toddlers escaped unharmed. The man was eventually arrested and could face 25 years jail, charged with a number of offences. A Queensland skydiver is in a serious condition after he failed to open his parachute in time and crash-landed in a field. The 40-year-old was trained to pull the parachute at 4,000 feet high but released it too late. Some of the things which he had been taught he did not actually um, conduct whilst he was doing the jump. He was airlifted to hospital with injuries to his legs and pelvis. Exiled Sydney bikey boss Mark Buddle has clashed with English tourists in Dubai. Vision posted on Instagram shows the heavily tattooed Comanchero at the back appearing to spit and shout threats as restaurant staff try to separate the groups. New South Wales police are said to be keen to speak to Buddle, but he's been in Dubai since 2016. 
An increasing number of voters are backing the federal government's budget spending blitz to help Australia recover from the pandemic. Let's go live now to political reporter Olivia Leeming. Good morning, Olivia. The record cash splash seems to have paid off. Good morning, Jodie. Yes, it seems that voters are less worried about Australia's record debt levels with the latest news poll showing that 60% of Australians do support the government's big spending agenda to stimulate the economy. Just 30% think the government should be doing more to rein in spending and reduce debt, while 52% of voters trust the coalition over Labor to guide Australia's recovery. Though positive numbers for the government. It has not boosted the coalition's election hopes in news polls. Scott Morrison using this week to launch a post-budget blitz as Labor is revealed to be still in front of the two-party preferred vote. The PM wrapping up the Queensland leg of his tour after spruiking a major fuel security package, though still under pressure to detail a roadmap to reopen Australia's borders, facing criticism over the slow vaccine rollout and repatriating Australians stranded in, in India and elsewhere overseas, though trying to sharpen his attack on opposition leader Anthony Albanese, who's also spent the past day meeting with voters in Queensland, declaring that he is election ready. Jody. OK, Olivia, thank you. The parents of Ashwarya Aswath have released the full report into their daughter's death. The investigating panel found the seven-year-old could have been saved if it wasn't for a series of mistakes at Perth's Children's Hospital including a shortage of staff. The little girl died on Easter Saturday after being admitted with a temperature of 38.8 degrees. Their pleas to be seen were ignored for two hours. WA Health Minister Roger Cook said the report was distressing and inquiries are continuing. Some businesses in Melbourne CBD are demanding to be paid compensation if a new drug injecting room is built on Flinders Street. The location has not yet been approved by the government but has caused major outcry. Small Businesses Australia says it would drive customers away. Almost $100 million worth of crystallised methamphetamine has been seized in Sydney, hidden in barbecue grills and water heaters. 316 kilograms of the drug was found inside 62 large cardboard boxes shipped from Thailand. New South Wales Police have now launched a joint investigation with Border Force and want to hear from anyone who can help bust the drug ring responsible. Researchers have made a breakthrough in the fight against aggressive childhood cancers. A new combination of drugs has been proven to slow the growth of cancer cells and tumours while also increasing the body's immune response. It's most effective against neuroblastoma but can help fight other children's cancers as well. Including some of the most aggressive brain tumours and aggressive infant acute leukaemia. The Institute's findings could lead to new therapy programs for young sufferers. A Melbourne man has been charged after the death of his mother. 78-year-old Holocaust survivor Judy Bednar was found after neighbours told police they hadn't seen her in days. Her 53-year-old son was arrested yesterday following reports she went to police for protection from him in the months before her death. It's believed he had stopped taking medication for his mental illness. A drunk driver has come close to colliding head-on with a police car. Dashcam shows the speeding Mercedes veering onto the wrong side of the road before correcting on Queensland's Sunshine Coast on Friday night. He was quickly pulled over. Having fun? You almost had a head-on with me, mate. 
The 56-year-old blew four times the blood alcohol limit. Charges now include dangerous driving. A trucking manager is facing 82 charges, including manslaughter, over the Eastern Freeway crash that killed four senior constables in Melbourne last year. Police allege Simon Tuteru encouraged one of his drivers to get behind the wheel that night, despite the fact he was high on ice and hadn't slept for days. Mohinder Singh's daughter told a court she begged her father not to drive that day, fearing he would kill someone. More than 57,000 Kia owners are being urged to check if their car is part of an urgent safety recall. A dangerous defect has been detected in two models, the Kia QL Sportage and the Kia CK Stinger. There are fears engines could catch fire even while switched off. Owners are urged to contact their nearest Kia branch to arrange an inspection and repair. An Australian first study is hoping to revolutionise treatment for the 1.2 million people living with type 2 diabetes. Already delivering promising results, it's based off an international trial that was able to trigger remission. After years of different weight loss programs, Karen Campania is enjoying her new healthy habits. I've been on this program since October. Um, and I've nev never looked back. Dropping 15 kilograms, her type 2 diabetes has effectively disappeared. I've had my three monthly checks. Perfect. Nothing's come back. There is potential to uh, reverse that disease. Australian First Research is working to replicate promising results out of the UK, with type 2 diabetes patients adopting a strict diet for 12 months with fortnightly check-ins. 46% of participants in the UK study achieved remission and weight loss was a key factor, with remission successful in 67% of people who lost 10 kilograms or more, 86% of those who lost more than 15 kilograms. The way to keep your diabetes at bay keep it in remission is to maintain the weight loss. It gives people hope and motivation that maybe their diabetes doesn't have to be a life sentence. While remission won't be possible for everyone, the study does offer participants a range of other health benefits, including lower blood pressure and cholesterol, and a chance to reduce diabetes medication. There are no downsides. Amber Laidler, 7 News. Sales savvy Aussies are preparing to click up an online shopping storm with the annual Click Frenzy sale kicking off tonight. But a word of caution with scammers on the prowl and possible fee stings from payment schemes. It's a shopping lover's dream, but also a potential debt trap. I'm an afterpay addict. The annual Click Frenzy mega sale, an online treasure trove of potential bargains. Save money. Don't have to go out. Up for grabs, $11 Samsung smartphones and Apple AirPods for $4. But consumer experts are urging caution, with scammers looking to take advantage of unsuspecting shoppers. Coming through in their large numbers now to try and get some money out of you. The ACCC has received more than 5,500 reports of online scams so far this year, with over $2 million in losses. They're urging shoppers to be on alert for fake websites or fake ads on genuine 
retail sites. Scammers may also request unusual payment methods such as upfront payment via money order. If something feels too good to be true, it probably is. I'm pretty good at picking out a scam when I see it. Trust your instincts. Shoppers also warned not to get caught up in the hype, spending money they don't have. If you're going to use things like credit cards, buy now, pay later options, be aware of the risks involved with that. Consumer experts say schemes like Afterpay often have no interest fees and no charges unless you miss a repayment, in which case you could be hit hard. The countdown to the 53-hour shopping event begins. Joe Hayes, 7 News. Checking finance now, the Dow Jones is currently trading lower. The Nasdaq is also down. In London, the FTSE finished slightly lower and Germany's DAX lost. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei closed lower. Hong Kong's Hang Seng rose. The All Lords finished higher, as did the ASX 200. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,868 US dollars an ounce. Oil is 66 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar is buying 77.73 US cents, 80, almost 85 Japanese yen, and a $1.07 New Zealand. Police are trying to track down a violent footy fan wanted over a brutal attack at Adelaide Oval. Two men were caught on camera arguing before the man in the brown jacket started throwing punches. He continued the assault, landing as many as six blows to the head of a power fan until he fell backwards down the stand. Israel's military operation against Hamas militants in Gaza has shifted underground with airstrikes targeting a network of tunnels. Israeli war plans unleashed on Gaza City to destroy the tunnels, which they claim are used to move rockets and other weapons, while Hamas continues rocket attacks on Israel as the conflict enters its second week. A powerful cyclone has hit India's west coast, killing at least 12 people and leaving a trail of destruction. Almost 150,000 people have been forced to flee low-lying areas to escape wind gusts of up to 210 kilometres an hour. The storm has also forced the suspension of the region's COVID vaccination drive. COVID lockdown restrictions have eased across much of Britain, with people told to enjoy their new freedom with a heavy dose of caution. Millions of people can now socialise indoors, hug loved ones and visit pubs and restaurants inside. The ban on foreign travel has also been lifted. The trailer for Prince Harry's latest project with Oprah has been released, hinting he will revisit the trauma he experienced when his mother died. Let's go live now to US correspondent Tim Lester. Good morning, Tim. The two-minute trailer shows images from Princess Diana's funeral. Good morning, Jody. Yes, here is a whole new reason for Buckingham Palace to worry about what the Californian-based Prince Harry might say in coming days. This was a project conceived back in 2019. The Me You Can't See is the name of the documentary series, but it is due to air from the end of this week. It is a team-up between Prince Harry and Oprah Winfrey, but it brings in other big-name guests. Lady Gaga, one of them. Glenn Close, another. Some American sports stars. Glenn Close Close and Lady Gaga are seen tearing up in this as they discuss their own mental health stories and background. Uh, certainly Oprah Winfrey has a, a long history of support for mental health projects and discussing her past and the concern here for some, uh, the interest for others, is will Prince Harry delve deeper into the mental health effects of losing his mum back in 1997 and the years after that loss? To make that decision to receive help is not a sign of weakness. In today's world, more than ever, it is a sign of strength. 
in front of us is a human being who's suffering. Treating people with dignity is the first act. Of course, the Prince already has discussed aspects of this, not least in a podcast just recently. And of course, back in that interview with Oprah Winfrey um, some weeks ago. Uh, but plenty will be watching the new series to see whether he deepens the story. Jody. Sure will. OK, thanks, Tim. A Mexican software engineer has taken out the title of Miss Universe. Andrea Metza was handed the crown at a ceremony in Florida, which was cancelled last year due to the pandemic. Australia's entrant, an influencer and fashion blogger, made it to the top ten. The Melbourne Demons are set to get a boost this weekend. Jack Viney is on the verge of a surprise return to face the Crows this Saturday. The gun midfielder has been out since round five with a foot injury. The AFL have spoken to Collingwood forward Jordan Dugowie. However, there will be sanctions for grabbing Isaac Quaynor on the backside in the sheds before the loss to Sydney on the weekend. Peter Volandis has doubled down on his promise to stamp out foul play in the NRL. The magic round was not so magic, according to some players and fans, with 14 players sin-binned and three sent off. Speaking with Seven News, the league power broker says the move is essential for the future of the game. The toughened my stance. That's got to be eradicated. That's not safe. Any mother that watched that wouldn't let their kid play rugby league. Volandis pointed to the brutal hit that knocked out Melbourne's Ryan Pappenhausen as proof that the crackdown is overdue. For a staggering 35th season straight, the Perth Wildcats are in the NBL finals. The defending champions beat the Taipans 89-78. There was no stopping Bryce Cotton, who again topped the scoring for the Wildcats. Perth achieved the feat with six regular games left before the playoffs. Cricket Australia has reached out to former test opener Cameron Bancroft. The integrity unit has formally asked him to provide additional information in the wake of his recent comments about the Cape Town bull tampering controversy. Bancroft, who is now playing county cricket in England, suggested Australia's bowlers had knowledge of the sandpaper plot. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, a trough edging into WA will trigger a few showers and storms in the west and draw warm winds to the south of the state. Winds will turn southeasterly along the northern New South Wales and Queensland coasts in the wake of a front, causing showers to develop. A high will clear the southeast. Around the capitals today, partly cloudy in Brisbane, heading for a top of 23 degrees. Mostly sunny in Sydney, a top of 20. Morning frost, then mostly sunny in Canberra, 14. Partly cloudy in Melbourne, 17 degrees, and Hobart, 17 as well. Mostly sunny in Adelaide, heading for 19 degrees. A shower or two and a possible storm in Perth, 24 the top. And sunny and 32 degrees in Darwin. And that's 7 Early News for this Tuesday, the 18th of May, 2021.